and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, thank you for listening on Veritas 1350 AM in Connecticut and Long Island or on the Veritas app. Perhaps you are listening on a podcast app or maybe you're even watching on YouTube or Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight is really exciting because I'm going to talk about travel, which I'm sure you're thinking, don't you always talk about travel? And yes, because (laughs) it's my favorite thing to do. But here's how it all started. My parents were very pro-travel. When I was seven, they brought me to Europe for the first time and they made it like a big deal for us to go to certain places. That is where they invested their money, okay? So my husband, Nathan, and I decided we're going to do the same thing. We never bought furniture. I'm not kidding. We've been married 21 years and my parents' furniture was our furniture for the first 20 years of our marriage. True. And uh, we've never had a bed set. We never had anything like we had a, a mattress on a, what is this? Like just the spring situation, like just like whatever. We never had like a headboard. When we bought this house a year ago, it came furnished. So we have yet to buy our own furniture. Like, I mean, that's just something we haven't done. Now trips, trips we've done, that is where we've put our money and, and it's something that we really enjoy and we take the kids with us. So my children are now 18 and 11. I have a son who's 18, a daughter who's 11. And at the ages of 16 and nine, they have already, like they had already gone to all 50 states and this was not planned. People are so sweet. They send me pictures of like, those great maps where you can like scratch off each state or like these cool maps that are like a bunch of like frames and you put like a picture of yourself in each state, like in the frame. We don't have any of those things. We don't have people send it to me and they're like, you should get this. And I'm like, we already went to all the states, but yes, we should. Um, and a lot of people ask, well, have you spent the night in every state? I know everybody has like rules. Everybody has all these rules. Okay. Whatever. We've gone to all 50. Okay. So What's interesting is how that happened because we did not plan for our kids or us to go to all 50 states. We were driving in North Dakota a few years ago. And for those of you who have been watching the show or have gotten to know me at all on social media or listening, you have seen how opposite my husband, Nathan, and I are. We are tremendously opposite. So like night and day, like polar, okay? So we're driving in North Dakota and calm as calm can be. Nathan says, well, now I've been to all 50 states. And I was like, what? What do you mean? This is, what? This is your 50th state? And he was like, yeah, this is it. And I was like, stop the car, get out the car. We have to take a picture. Like, that's a big deal. He didn't care. I cared tremendously. Of course, I made him stop the car. Of course, it said, you know, welcome to North Dakota. And there's Nathan just standing there like, dink. And I, you know, we're driving away and I literally look at him. We've been together, boyfriend, girlfriend, since we were 17. And I, but married since we were 22. And I looked at him and I was like, wait a second. If you've been to all 50 states, have I been all 50 states? Like, I was like, is that how that works? And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, he's the smart one, okay? I was like, you have to know. If you don't know, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. And so it took us basically all of North Dakota to figure out that we had, the children had Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. They had three. And I had Michigan, Ohio, Indiana. But they also, the kids also had Hawaii, okay? I had been to Hawaii. Um, the first time I was 11 months old. So that one counts. Um, in fact, I didn't even know until I was an adult that that included Maui. I didn't know that I had gone to like any island besides Oahu. You know, I had no clue. So the kids had Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and Hawaii. Well, we were, funny enough, already booked to go to Hawaii with my parents and my brothers. My parents have a timeshare with uh, Marriott. They're vacation members. It's not a timeshare, but whatever. And so they were gifting it to all of us. We had to fly ourselves and all this stuff. So the kids were already going this, like in the summer with cousins and aunts and uncles and my parents. And so we were going to Hawaii. So I, I literally say to Nathan, we can't finish. Like, I mean, no offense to these states, but I'm sorry, but my kids 50 state, <laughs> since they're still going to Hawaii, couldn't be Indiana, <laughs> like Ohio, you know, like that's like, wait, what? We were going to, we were going to Hawaii. I was like, if we're already going to Hawaii, we've got to get those three in before this happens, you know, like, so they can finish in, in Hawaii. 
Um, just to save everybody the suspense, that is how they ended. They did end with Hawaii as their 50th. And it never occurred to me that that was the 50th state. So that was also kind of cool. Did a whole photo shoot. I had a photographer. I mean, like, I'm so extra. But it was a big deal. It was their 50th state. I even contacted, I did, I contacted like the tourist bureau and I was like, you guys, this is our 50th state. If you want to like, you know, take pictures or like do an article, no one called, no one, no one at all even cared. So I had to figure out how we're going to do Michigan, Indiana and Ohio. Here's what happens. We have Christmas. (laughs) This is like December 25th, 2018. Yes. December 25th, 2018, the next day, December 26th, that's the day that like the kids like, you know, play with all the video games. We have pancakes all day. No one gets out of pajamas. You're eating all the candy out of your stocking. Like, you know, the just, it's the chill day, right? The day after Christmas is like, you just relax. So I of course say we're all home. All four of us. This is so fun. Guys, do you guys want to go to the zoo? And they were like, no. Why would we want to go to the zoo? Mom, we don't want to leave any area at all. Like we just want to eat and sleep here and play with all of like these video games. I was like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Okay, that's true. Okay, that makes sense. So I, <laughs> I'm hanging out with Nathan and I looked at him and I said, you want to drive to Michigan? One <laughs> thirty in the afternoon on December 26, 2018. Not only did this man say yes, which this is why he's a saint, Okay. Not only did he say yes, but he also had the car packed by 3.30. Like all four of us, he had it packed. We were ready to go. We left at 3.30 and we made it to Little Rock, Arkansas that night. Now here's where it's funny. So we get in the car and the kids are like, we already said we don't, guys, we don't want to go to the zoo. Like no one wants to go to the zoo in this car. And I was like, oh no, that's great. Yeah, we're not going to the zoo. (laughs) I was like, we're going to go to Michigan. (laughs) They were like, what do you, okay, now we'll go to the zoo. No, the zoo is great. We love the zoo. We want to go to the zoo. We did Ohio, Indiana. Well, I guess Indiana, Michigan, Ohio. And we were back into in Houston on December 31st for um, New Year's Eve. So we did that really fast so that the kids could have Hawaii be their 50th state. And for me to be able to finish mine. So I guess technically my last state was Ohio, which is really funny. I actually have to say that. (laughs) What's really funny, though, is I have now this year alone gone in 2021. I've gone to Ohio like three times. One of my friends. Well, I have a lot of friends that live in Ohio at this point. Like, I basically feel like I live there. One of them is Nick Dilatore. And I was at his house and I decided, hey, you've got a really sick studio. Like his studio is unbelievable. And so we did a show. We did my show there. I was not wearing this. I don't remember what I was wearing. Uh, so you're just going to have to like let that go. We're going to have to have like those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, doesn't matter, right? You, My voice sounds the same if it's in Ohio or if it's in this garage. But those of you watching, you're going to notice that is not what she's wearing in the show. <laughs> and you would be correct. Um, Taylor is in town and he is playing producer for this part of the show of today. And I wanted to ask him, Taylor, have you yourself been to Ohio? And, uh, besides that, how many States do you have left? I have lived in Ohio (gasps) for a year. You did? I did. Where? Uh, in this small town that only Catholics have heard of called Steubenville, Steubenville, Ohio. Steubenville. Yeah. It smells Yeah, well, it was a steel town, right? It It, was... Yeah, it snows there. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) Do you like Ohio, though? Like, I've fallen in love with Ohio. My assistant, Anna, and executive producer of the show, she's in Columbus. I love Columbus. No? Not so much for you. Okay. No. um, I lived in Ohio for exactly one year. Uh, August 12th, 2012 to August 12th, 2013. (gasps) On the dot? On the dot. And I couldn't get out fast enough. (laughs) Came back to Texas because that's where I'm supposed to be. (laughs) Well, that's so funny because now I go to Ohio. It feels like every other day. And and it's so funny because I made such an effort to get there, not knowing now my life is in Ohio, like which I think is really funny. So what states do you have left to go to? Do you even know? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous amount of states. <laughs> like growing up 
we we had a timeshare, uh-huh. but not a Hawaii timeshare. <laughs> we went wherever we could drive to. So right. I I right. I got to know all of the Confederacy, <laughs> like wherever we could <laughs> drive, <laughs> wherever we could drive is where I went. Mississippi. You went to Alabama. Yep. You went to Louisiana. I hear what you're saying. Keep going. <laughs> oh, uh, Georgia. Yep. Florida. Yep. New Mexico. Yep. Oklahoma. N- n- not. Well, I mean, yes, the Confederate, but it's not the bottom. Tennessee. There are two more that are touching the bottom of the United States. No, there aren't. It goes. It goes. California. Louisiana. Oh, California, Arizona. And, yeah. Oh, you good. did all the line, all the bottom ones. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. And so your honeymoon was not doing the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> no, we went to New Orleans. Did you really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you want to know why we went to New Orleans? Because it's fun. Because it's where my parents had their timeshare. <laughs> Hey, listen, I I was so poor. I had to move to Ohio. Things weren't going great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Taylor, you kill me. (laughs) Well, I'll just have to bring you on some of our trips. We'll just pack you in a bag. And yes, the, because I'll fit in your carry-on. All the strolls. We'll just have a stroll. We'll have like a like an RV of strolls with us behind us. You guys can come. Okay, so you still have some states to do. But you travel a lot for your work. Like, I feel like you're kind of knocking down some states as you do that. Am I wrong? Yeah, I I am. You were talking earlier, talking down on people that have, have rules on what states you could have been in. Oh. Like, I've connected in just about every state. I don't think that drive that you and your kids took, like, like you if to you're going the to the state for the sake of going to that state, and you're just like, I drove through it for five minutes, and now we're in Indiana. We that have to touch count. it. We have to get out of the car and touch it. I feel like you have to go count? there for a reason. That's like, the reason, to touch it. That's not a stupid <laughs> reason. <laughs> but do you think you have to spend the night? No, but, like, I mean, you have to, like... Do, you have to like do get an out and activity? eat or something. Like, like you have to do something other a than jumping jack. <laughs> yes, one <laughs> jumping jack. Did you do that there? Yes, I have no idea. I haven't done a jumping jack here. Yeah, <laughs> I have not been. I've the never state been of to Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, and well, what's so funny is that not only not only have I gone to Ohio now, I've gone to Nick De La Torre's house almost as many times as I've been to your house. Which is kind of crazy because y'all are the only friends I have with studios. And now that's it. That's all I do. I just go and I use his place. And <laughs> we did a really funny thing. And I'm excited for you to see this episode. Well, I think I actually played on a different episode, but we had a pretty good we had a pretty good talk. Have you been up there to his setup? Have you gotten to see his place? When I left Ohio. Oh, that was I it. left Ohio. You were done. <laughs> yeah. I I now understand. I I just there will be no jumping jacks from Taylor Schroll in Ohio. I just want everybody to understand that. Okay, well, Taylor, I'm glad you're here today helping me out finish out this amazing episode, you guys. This you're going to see is my interview with Nick it in his amazing studio. <laughs> I'm kind of sad and scared to show you guys because you'll be like, wow, that place is a lot better than lives, but that's okay. We're happy for Nick. We'll okay. just remind all the listeners that it is still in Ohio. So let that balance into your estimation. Don't go anywhere, you guys. This is your... It's not that late. With Liv Harrison. Welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I am not in my studio, as you can see, for today for the the guest part of the show. I am in the amazing state of Ohio, which looks just like Texas. (laughs) It looks... Not even the shape looks like Texas. There's nothing in it nope. at all that's even close. And I am in the uh, in the amazing studio. Listen, if anybody's going to have FOMO, okay, about a studio, you sh- this is the moment that oh you want gosh. to have it. This studio is so legit. People are like, Liv, are you at NBC in New York? And I'm like, <laughs> you would think yes, I might be. Or it could be in the basement in Ohio of... Nick De La Torres. Okay, that's not how you say his name at all. <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> Nick, say your name the way that you got your wife. Let's hear. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear how you snagged. It's, it's how I got my wife. Your and hot it's wife. Also she's how, hot, by the way. She's fantastic. Holy yeah, smoke! I do she's enjoy, a smoke show. I do enjoy observing the glory of what God created in her. Um, Where were you hopping into the Catholic part of it? You're trying to make it already yeah. a Catholic show, Nick. <laughs> 
it, it just my my adoration for her just permeates. It's uh, it comes out of my pores. Um, anyways, that got weird. To make things weirder, the way that I created all three of my children is I just I reminded my wife of her new last name, which is De La Torre. Wow. I mean, if that's not a baby maker, I don't know what is. Listen, I did it get hot in here? Like all of a sudden, I mean, I'm married, Nick. Okay. So, <laughs> It's not that late of a show. I love Nathan. I love Nathan. <laughs> we all love Nathan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But that was nice. Did you actually <laughs> say your name like that when you met her? I, for real, though. Oh, uh, absolutely. You really did use would this you, as really, a tactic. Would you really not if you had that last if name? If I could if say If you were a guy with that last name, would you not like well, come out front with that? Well, I couldn't do what you just did. <laughs> That's why Jesus was like, as the, he was making me, he was like, well, this will not be a guy, nor will she have the name. <laughs> Well, I have the I advantage that English was my second first language. And so, you know, Spanish, it just, it's part of me. Is that really your first language of Spanish? It, both Spanish and it English. Was, it was yeah. like you were. They were dual. right in there together. You're yep. right in there. Okay, say it one more time. Say your name one more time. Nicolás de la Torre. And you guys are pregnant with number four. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as my wife listened to this episode. I mean, yeah. look how pro-life we are on Super It's Not That Late. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I am helping further the kingdom. I appreciate that. And we all appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, You're yeah, welcome. Absolutely. My future child appreciates that. <laughs> Who we will name Liv. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we are here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are in your incredible studio. Thank which you. I hope everyone who is listening or watching is like, so who is Nick? And why does he have such an incredible studio? For those who are not watching and who are just listening, I feel like it'd be kind of funny to like you like describe your incredible like what makes the studio so phenomenal. Well, Beyond, brag about it for two seconds. <laughs> the people at home want to know. They they're they tuned in just for this. <laughs> this is why they're here. This they want to know here. what the studio, what makes it so great, and then why in the world do you have one, Nick? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so I actually uh this is the home of Awakened Catholic, which is the apostolate that I started. Um, but uh, basically, when we launched Awakened Catholic, uh, it was in the heat of the pandemic. And we had we had actually launched Awakened Catholic as an events company. Um, and that was on uh, in January of 2020, the best time <laughs> to start an events company. We were... <laughs> gosh is that true that's true you guys started in january and do you think god was just up there going hey guys come you gotta watch watch this this." (laughs) (laughs) we've been waiting so long for today yes to watch absolutely make this dream happen yeah so we were gonna we were gonna run parish missions and conferences and stuff and uh, we got to do one huge event uh it was a two-day mission it was a tri-parish mission a bunch of people uh in indiana actually and literally like a week later the lockdowns hit so this is your fault <laughs> yes god was not happy he was like that was the worst how do i oh, shut man. that down yes smiting the entire us. world yes um it's not you guys it's not what god does no we so just kidding yeah no that's not how it works <laughs> um, it unless works. you're nick de la torre and then, and then that's how it works it's twins okay <laughs> <laughs> so how was the conference though oh or fantastic it, it was it was, it was okay. absolutely awesome Good. and um but then you know the lockdowns hit and so we had built up the this huge business model. We, we'd built out team. We'd hired people. Great board. Um, and then this happened. And then so we were like, what, where do we go from here, God? Like literally all of everything was invested into this idea. And um, in, in navigating that, it was like, okay, like num like the numbskulls that I was that we were at the time. I'm gonna call myself a numbskull. I wouldn't okay, call good. Alina that. Just my you. wife. No, yeah, Alina. Um, she's the hot one. She yes. And you're the numbskull. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Together with our powers combined, <laughs> we are awakened Catholic. No. Um. So basically, we had been running a production company basically since high school. Like my first paid client was when I was in high school, uh, for music production, and then later developed into video production and web development and stuff. We were just doing all the things. Was it always Catholic centered? Or oh, no, no, that was just everything. It was just production. Yeah, like prob- okay. like to the extent that I had like a really terrifying, like heavy death metal band as a client once. And <laughs> even before I loved Jesus, I would, I just knew I couldn't be in the room. Like I'd hit record, I'd walk out. Like it was talking about like burying people in their backyards and stuff. It was terrifying. Um, now that I love Jesus, I'm a little <laughs> bit more discretionary about who I, who I take on as clients. Um, but anyway. Is this why I'm not a client? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell you me? You just got to stop nervous? writing songs about burying people. Um, <laughs> Anyways, right, I'll get on that. Okay. So, uh, 
so anyways, we've been doing this for years and we're, we're doing it till to that day. Right. And to this day. And so we were like, okay, what if we were to marry the, the idea behind Awaken Catholic, the ethos of evangelizing and doing it in a way that's approachable, um, and bringing value to people that like might not darken the doorstep of a church otherwise. Uh, and it happened like at that event. And I've talked about this on a couple other interviews, like at that event in Indiana, there was a woman there that literally was like weeks away from turning herself into human trafficking <gasps> for the sake of get, making it easier to get opioids. And there she was Stop. at our parish mission crying and like turning herself over to the Lord in adoration. Like it was so epic. And that's literally the whole point. I have goosebumps. That's Nick. the whole point. I have goosebumps right now. That's and incredible. It, it makes me emotional every time I think yeah. about that story. Uh, because I was not prepared for this. That's the whole point to awaken Catholic, right? And so how do we marry these ideas? We built out like this roster of speakers that would speak at awaken Catholic events. And um, and then some of the tools and skills that we had at our disposal, uh, at our disposal because of the production company. And then it, was like, wait a second, we could take that roster of speakers, take our equipment and our know-how and like build a new uh, platform and, and network for people to create Catholic content from. And wow. that became Awakened Catholic as we know it today. So, okay, here's a question. When did it change? When did it actually pivot? Was this studio built before? That's a great <laughs> question. Your face. Yeah. So we, this recording studio predates Awaken Catholic. This was originally. I was a, gonna say you did a lot in the pandemic. Like yeah. you, <laughs> you, you had a lot going on. Man. Yeah, you yeah. Say, okay, so this was already here. This was a recording studio for music, um, and so I'd for have the clients death metal in here people. for the death metal Got people. It. Exactly. Got no, 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 it. That, that, that was years ago. <laughs> um, but but no, we we've had a lot of cool clients in here. My wife and I produce our own music in here. Um, this backdrop with the amazing imagery that is like uber catholic like yeah. this Paul was jp2 shaving. shaving in the wilderness with Got young jesus people. on the cross yeah and we have mother, mother Teresa. Teresa. yeah so before this wall looked like this it was all like sound panels and it was all just recording studio stuff and we for an entire year ran awakened catholic out of our living room and so the living room of our house was Awakened Catholic. So like this is kind of an upgrade from what we had there, but what we had there was very similar in in vibe. It just was a living room, and and so um, and it was awful. It was really really terrible. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. You're like, and it was the worst. It, it was the worst <laughs> because literally it's the living room. It's open to the rest of the house, and so you've already got 45 kids. False, <laughs> but three <laughs> nearly. Um, but like literally, these kids who were home because of the pandemic. All right, you made right? them. Yeah, we they made them. Here. And they were home and they house. live here right. and homeschooling and right. all this stuff. And we would have these ki these poor kids for hours on end have to stay totally silent on the opposite end of the house, like up in their bedrooms. And it was the worst. And it was the worst. And and like my wife was always like, because she's not only is she the hottie, she's the brains. And so she like would constantly say, Nick, we should move Awaken Catholic down to the basement. And I'm just like, we can't do it. It wouldn't work. And like. It, it was dumb. And I had logistical reasons for saying that, but we had never thought, and it was always because we thought of using that wall and oh, that wall wouldn't have done it. So we're looking, we're, we're not looking at a wall. We're looking at like a glass. What is this even called? Like you have a legit producer, producer studio. Like there's yeah. a producer on the other side of this glass. So this is what we call the live door. room. This is the live room. That's the this control is, room. Oh, a control. That's the word. Yeah. And it's, there's a big... <laughs> I had this There's glass a big wall custom and... made for the, these dimensions yeah, and everything. This so is impressive. It's actually each pane of glass is like the same as like a car windshield. Um, oh. And so there's actually like two layers with like a layer of vinyl in between. And so it's super soundproof. And we have two of those eight inches apart. And what? Yeah. Did the Beatles record something in here? Like the first time <laughs> I saw this setup was like a month ago. Yeah. Because apparently I live in Ohio now. Yes. Yeah. She moved in recently. <laughs> We've made a lot, a lot fewer babies since Luke moved in. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll just make him say his name later. Oh my gosh. Um, is that joke? Are we over with that joke yet? Nope. Never. Um, ne never. And and okay. So, but seriously, like this looks like you look like Jay Z. Like when you see Babyface, you're too young for who that is. But like when you see the production room in there, like your soundboard, like I'm pretty sure. I don't in sync recorded their first like <laughs> <laughs> their first record. The was only made thing here. similar to it is locally in town is like <laughs> yes, we did in sync is having a revival album. Were you three when that happened? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, do you even know who in sync is? I, yes, but I was obsessed. You with have NSYNC. like the equipment to do that, I believe. Yeah. So the only comparable studio in town is actually the university, and they spent like a kajillion million dollars to build it out, and it's the only comparable studio in town. 
Um, so I'm just telling, listen, I'm going to plug this for you because obviously Lizzo listens and <laughs> Lizzo, Nicki Minaj. The, the little Pink. known Catholic artist. Right. She, she's doing a Catholic That's, album soon. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. If mm-hmm. you guys are listening, which we know you are, um, th- if you're in Ohio. <laughs> or not, because people have flown in to do this stuff. So Look at you. I mean, it's, you know, we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> you could record. I bet you're cheaper than L.A. Maybe not. We, I shouldn't. No, we, spe- uh, this way, I'm not your manager. We are cheaper than LA, but we're we're pretty much in step with like Nashville prices. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you know, I guess Taylor Swift when she's looking, you know, when Swifty's trying to, she'll come here. She was here yesterday. It's <laughs> not true. <laughs> if I say it's not true, then I don't have to go to confession. No, afterwards. that's yeah. how this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how all this works. Yes. Also, the child that I pretended that just happened—it hasn't happened yet, Nick. You're still okay. <laughs> not that he doesn't want a fourth child my last name is not that powerful (laughs) so okay so you had the studio the pandemic happened god was giving you an opportunity to be creative as he gave all of us in 2020 Mm -hmm. and you said i see you god Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna ante up and you actually have and you've started an entire network in your basement, which your wife was right. You should probably listen to her more. You're not wrong. I said that for her because <laughs> um, <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. And uh, and now you're like a legit Catholic, young, sexy version of EWTN. Not that there's anything wrong with EWTN. But we're just saying you're like the yeah. younger, hotter. You're like what we don't believe in. You're like the new model. Like they... <laughs> We're shit, we're getting the new hot model, you know. I mean, like you mother, have the nice Mother Angelica still got suburban. one on you with like the pirate yeah. patch. Well, listen, yeah, but you know that's okay. You're you're like the you're like the little speedy jeep that we need for like Highway One. <laughs> you know, you're not going to take out the minivan. I'll be I'll be that. like the Tesla to EWTN's. Okay. I don't know. Suburb expedition. Yeah. I drive an expedition, okay. so. <laughs> Okay, so that's kind of that that's what you are, or that's what you're going. That's where you're going. That's, that's where we're headed right now. We have eight shows on our platform, and um, it's just so fun. Like they're like literally the hosts from the different shows. They'll travel here just to record because they're all over the country. They'll they'll travel here to record their shows, and it's there's a lot of really cool stuff happening here for sure. Okay, what's your favorite show? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My show. I, I I host one, so it makes it easy to answer okay, that so, question. Okay, so which show is that? Plug yourself. The Awakened Catholic Show, which you can learn more about by visiting the Awakened Catholic show.com <laughs> I love it yeah but um so so yes yeah, so you're in this new space and what I listen be real with me for two seconds okay you wear a lot of hats I do you're I'm wearing one right now actually <laughs> you are you're wearing a cute little camo hat yeah. going on I have no hat um <laughs> but of all the hats that you're wearing which I would love to hear what they all are which one do you actually kind of what's the most surprising to you that you really enjoy stepping into um I would say unsurprisingly it is when my wife and i make music um like if there's anything that on our deathbed um it would be uh depressing and a tragedy and and full of regret like if we had not done our music um like my wife and i met at a school talent show in high school our junior year we've been in high it was a small class uh, but we literally didn't meet till our junior year backstage at a, a high school talent show and um are graduating in the same class yeah, the same high yeah. School? her ex-boyfriend introduced us biggest mistake of his life and but does we he still think that now i don't know i think he's <laughs> happily married i can't speak to the happily part but i'm assuming he is yes um, he's, he's fine yeah he's good but like seriously from the beginning we've just been making music together and Aww. we we complement each other so well when it comes to music we bring uh, we we in each other's yangs not to you know be weirdly eastern on this but like we we really do compliment we compliment each other a lot and um the music that we make is, is super unique because she she has such a different background than I do. She's very, she comes from a, a thoroughly and even somewhat famous bluegrass family. Um, and she's also into like Enya and all this stuff. And I didn't dislike Enya. I, I liked Enya a lot. I wasn't like as much of a fan as her, but I'm a heavy, you know, I'm a hard rocker. Um, but I also death was, metal. I was studying, no, not death metal, <laughs> but I was studying to be an opera singer before I met Jesus. Like, I can't. And so we Jesus just bring, not like opera. Is that, no. <laughs> you had to choose? <laughs> It's either opera Jesus. or Jesus. It's either me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we believe that, but that's no, okay. No, but that was more about, <laughs> no, no he loves opera. It, it's Jesus art. Jesus loves opera. He, he loves does. Opera. You heard it first here, folks. Um, but it was more about my mindset behind right. why I was doing opera. Sure. Uh, and I had to like literally pull back from music for a while uh, because I didn't know how to do it, not for my own glory, you know? So, um, oh, but anyways, there it, is. there it is. and then I would say second to that, 
but but for it's almost on par just the general idea of evangelizing and stuff which which for me right now takes the form primarily of awakened catholic whether that's our media or our missions like me going out and speaking um and so those are the two hats that are the most important to me i would love to be in a position to like set aside our production work eventually um and either just sell that part of our business or just like build out that team more so i can be less hands-on um, but it's a lot of work to run a network. It's a lot. Now you know why Oprah's tired. Yeah, that's why <laughs> Oprah's tired. Yep. <laughs> Have you built a school in Africa like Oprah? What are we doing, Nick? Get One, it day. <laughs> One day. One <laughs> day. But you have, okay, so you run a show, you run a network, you're producing, you're out there, you're networking, you're a speaker, yeah. you're a singer, you're a husband, yeah. you're a dad. Mm hmm. I and it, like just to be clear, parents. not in the order you just outlined. Yeah, though. that was a terrible. Yeah, yeah. That, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was probably like completely the opposite of the way that it all goes. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so if you weren't doing any of this, mm -hmm. what would you be doing? Like as five year old Nick who dressed up like a what? What did he want to be? <laughs> so I was actually that weird kid in preschool that always came dressed up as a superhero. Uh, my mom allowed it. And <laughs> it's. It was me. I've always been a little eccentric, uh, but no. You have I, to be to be like, I'm going to own my own network in Ohio, yeah. and you do. Well, honestly, uh, a buddy of mine, ever since I was a kid, um, we would run, like, we would basically tear apart our family's, like, sound systems, and we would, like, surround ourselves as though we were, like, DJs or, or recording artists, and we would, like, make these mixtapes, and we would, like, remix NSYNC with Backstreet Boys with Britney Spears just by, like, splicing together pieces of each song. Like, I've always been doing that, um, and so, and I've always been a performer. Like, I was acting before I was doing music on stage and stuff. Like, mu actually, acting is what exposed me to my passion for music. Uh, so it's I'm I'm kind of just a weirdo. I'm, I'm I love all over it. The place. I'm kind of surprised you're not an international DJ, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> Sorry. I want to know that you're flying to Dubai, and you know I'm pretty content not flying to Dubai <laughs> to DJ. Yeah, that's just not my scene. <laughs> it might have been at one point, but but not now. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of were always into, or this is where God was always like opening doors so. for you in yeah. this creative sense. Definitely. Okay. So here's the question. Yes. And I think this is going to be a really interesting answer. I'm kind of really excited. All of my guests, I ask them very something specific about being extraordinary, some kind of form of it. But my big focus on this show is one of the things is what was the permission you gave to yourself mm. to be extraordinary? Because here's the thing, the people I'm interviewing and here's the, here's the real inside scoop. Okay. Everyone's extraordinary, Nick. What? <laughs> I, you heard it here. What? I, listen, I'm just, I'm saving lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I, this is, no, that's actually true. It's me and Scott Hahn. Um, <laughs> can't tell us apart. We're very difficult. I look like Kimberly. He's Hahn. just I as don't. beautiful as you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in that realm of everybody is extraordinary, uh -huh. I feel like some people allow themselves to be more yeah. than others. They yeah, give yeah. themselves the permission mm -hmm. to be. You see where I'm going with this? I do. So when either when was that for you? What was that for you? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. So I think that there are two versions of how that has manifested in my life. Um, one is uh, in in the tract where I was going to be the next Josh Groban or Indra Bocelli. Um, I I wanted to be extraordinary because I wanted to be famous because I wanted to be rich and have uh, you know my everyone know my name and um, like I gave myself permission because like. Heck yeah! Like, <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Right, exactly. And I you, owe it to the world. And if you've got the 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 skills to back that up, and there's some real viability there, and yeah. honestly, like, I I had scholarships for my music. Like, I I'm not trying to sound whatever, but like, I really am really really good at opera. Like, I could have easily sure not, it would have taken hard work, but it it would have been more viable for me to be a very successful and known opera singer than for a lot of other people who end up like teaching music after their opera degree right um and that there's there's a place for that and that's really important i'm just saying like i could have done it it's something you could have actually done not because your mom said right you'd be great in it. Right. like you legit have the pipes yes to be an opera singer and it was my mom who was always like the biggest cheerleader um and to the degree that she got one of the best uh local area opera teachers to start teaching me and when he heard my voice he literally offered to give me he was giving me free lessons all through high school wow and he ended up becoming my actual teacher in college as well but like he believed in what i could do right. that much that he was giving me free lessons so anyways there's that that one form of permission where it's like vanity and it's like i want to succeed and i'll stop at nothing and whatever um and ultimately i had to pull back from that uh when i met jesus uh in college because it was like 
I am so done being my own God. I'm so done pursuing my glory and, and everything about my life being to lift up my name. Um, and so, yeah, that's when I had to pull back from that. And then, and then the, the second form of giving myself permission really, I think is, is very gospel and it's so important. Um, like we, I think, especially as Catholics, those of us who are, um, like we can be so scrupulous about like, uh, our humility. And I use humility with air quotes because it's false humility where right. it's like, I need to be small. And, and I'm sure there are some really cute saint quotes that talk about us being small and we have Teresa, the little flower and whatever, like, sure. But he, you know, that same God, like Jesus, he literally calls us gods with a lowercase G. And, and there's, there's this idea of divinization where we're meant to ascend to a higher plane of existence, a higher dignity in our you know, sanctification in our walk with him where he wants to lift us up. Right. And he wants us to do amazing things. He said as much in the gospel. He's like, when I leave, like you guys are going to do crazier things than I did when I was here. Um, and I think that we're afraid of two things. One, not really being good enough to do those crazier things. And two, we're afraid of God letting us down and that he won't fill in the blanks when we try to do crazy things. Like a Moses things. Aaron situation. Yeah, exactly. Where he's like, guys, listen. Yeah, yeah. And so we're afraid of <laughs> I just being, need you to show up, okay? Exactly. We're afraid I'm of being ambitious because there's a part of right. us that doesn't believe in God enough to trust that he will show up. And so... This is a lot of truth for my episode, Yeah, Nick. sorry. I mean... Sorry. But like, it's just, it's my, it's my reality. It's yeah. my truth yeah. that I've experienced. And like, when we do plunge into the deep and we trust completely and that it's not coming from vanity. It's not coming to from a place of wanting to glorify ourselves. And we're really in response to God's call in an authentic and, and discernful way. Like, like God does show up. He doesn't disappoint. And so it's almost that permission to live out the gospel in its truest form where he wants us to be li live radical lives that influence people and, and bring people closer to him. Yeah. And uh, it almost sounds like you're saying like, give God permission to be God. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Cause we're the ones that hold him back. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't limit his power. Really cute guys. We limit his power. Yeah. You see what I did with that whole river thing? And yeah. The, exactly. uh, oh shit. I don't know. What have you guys been reading? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that's, fascinating and that isn't just for the quote catholic celebrities that's every baptized christian is called to live a radical and transformative life and i'm not just talking about their personal transformation transformative on the planet right. transformative on human why race. are you here right why are you here right like period what is it that you're doing yes. you know and and i think about all the time with like the modern stuff that we're saving all this time you know here we live i'm sure our mm -hmm. ancestors would mm -hmm. be rolling around because they would yeah. be like that's adorable, you guys, because we yeah. grew up in the 1910s, mm -hmm. and do you even know, mm -hmm. or the 1700s, or you know what I mean? And we're over here like, do-to-do, do-to-do, yep. all this time, and, and what are we doing? And people are hiding behind their temperament. People are hiding behind their uh, personality characteristics. You know, Ooh. take the Myers-Briggs. Well, I can't I can't do great things because I'm an introvert and whatever. It's like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> friggin' Moses had yeah. a speech impediment yes. and approached Pharaoh with all these demands, right? And like Napoleon was tiny. Napoleon was tiny. Do we want to mimic Napoleon? I don't I, know. Listen, I wasn't saying but... as like, a, you know, like, let's all go be Napoleon. But I'm like sitting right. here, like, listen, there's a lot of people out but, there. But there is no... No excuse yeah. for you limiting the potential that that God built you with, and that the radical, crazy things that He wants to do with your life. There's no excuse except for fear, and yeah. and that's all of us. Yeah, and and not saying Napoleon did what God wanted him to do. I <laughs> right. just want to make that really that's, clear. That's a good clarification. <laughs> Let's just yeah. clear that up real fast. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> but I just mean he didn't let it hold him back. But look, okay, right. Kevin Hart. Let's look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart could be like, well, I'm too tiny. I, I love looking at Kevin Hart. I mean, when should we not bring Kevin Hart into a it's conversation? A beautiful man. <laughs> Great muscles. He does a lot with what he's got. This is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. well, how about Sean Astin? He's Catholic. Yes. You know, and he's Rudy. mighty. And yeah. So Goonies. But also the Rudy, I mean, Rudy, Rudy was a story was about listen. someone that didn't yeah. let his stature stop him. So listen to this. You know how I talk about my high school all the time and how magical it is? I don't know if you know this, but I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> someone I went to high school with, her dad was Rudy's roommate at, at Notre Dame. In oh real life. Oh my gosh. So the real Rudy showed up to our youth group. <gasps> At our church when we were in high school. With Sean Astin. Well, not Sean Astin, oh, okay. the real Rudy. Oh, the okay. real. <laughs> I love that you're like, well, I don't care now. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Astin. Sam, Sean Astin is Rudy. Sam Wise. What is his name? Sam and, Wise something. Colleen. What is oh, it? Oh, what is it? Yeah. Sam Wise Good. Why, oh, I hate it. Wise something. Okay. Wise, <laughs> listen, 
all the Tolkien people are like, when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were Catholic. They knew things. Yeah. <laughs> they know nothing. Oh, man. Whatever his name is, Samwise, whatever, um, you know, was in shock. But the real Rudy came. And so, like, everybody at my youth group forever had everything signed by the real Rudy. Wow. What's his face? And uh, and then I think nobody cares at this point. <laughs> I think nobody <laughs> even knows that, like, Rudy was, like, a real thing. That's, like, I was just in Indiana yesterday, and I forgot there's a Hoosier state, which I don't know what a Hoosier is. Oh and my gosh, I know. Is that you're a older thing? than me, and I know what a Hoosier is. You just said I was older than no. you. <laughs> Wait, like, you bring it up what? all the time. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you young kid. Oh crap! <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, that's hell- no. You're right. I no. I have no idea what a Hoosier. Is. I don't. I have no clue. But I love the movie Hoosiers. Then you know what a Hoosier. With Gene Hackman, they're. Basketball play. That's what a Hoosier is, basically. But why are they called Hoosiers? I mean, I'm basing it on my knowledge from the movie, so... Oh, okay. But I feel like a Hoosier is like a guy with a... With an... Uh... With a Hoosier? <laughs> <laughs> or a, a, who? a tractor. I was, trying a to think who. A, I was gonna say a hoe, and then I was like, "That's not gonna work out if I say that yeah. out loud." A hoser. That wouldn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. It's not that late. No, okay. No. Um, I don't know what a hoser is, but I love the film. The film's great. The film is great. Yeah. So, but I was, you know, I'm in Indiana, and I'm thinking like, "Oh yeah, that's a great film." And I'm sitting here thinking, "Do the kids even know that the mm. movie Hoosiers is around it's, or Rudy?" It's an old movie. I don't know. Anyway, was it even like color? I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> What is wrong? Gene Hackman was in there. That doesn't mean there was Barbara color. Hershey. I can't right now. I feel 60. Oh, there's nothing wrong being 60, but I, I'm 50 years old. Oh, my um, gosh. I'm 43. Jeez. What are you? I'm 33. I can't right now. You're in your Jesus year. Yeah, I am. This is the year I die. <laughs> <laughs> but not before the fourth kid. You just, you have to stick well, around now. I already made now. it. We're Catholic. It's conceived. So, you know. <laughs> and just said your name and it's done. Yep. Okay, so here's the thing. I want to know, Nick, all jo- <laughs> No, I want to keep joking, actually. Okay. Um, All joking ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm here for it. Let's go with it. I want to hear the most crazy thing that ever happened in your music days about when you had, I heard the death metal situation Oh yeah. before you found Jesus, which mm-hmm. that probably is the story I should be asking. <laughs> How'd you find Jesus, Nick? But I feel like you could just write a couple of sentences and let us know. Yeah. I want to hear about your life before Jesus. I want to hear like for real, like what was, uh, tell me a crazy story about the good old days, the music stuff before you found God mm. that you're like, man, that was a that was a fun, crazy night or a person or a bus. I don't know. I want you to make up something that you are. I want you to represent all of this for me. Oh, gosh. OK, well, <laughs> I might be telling someone else's story here. Uh, and it, babe, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, well, now we know who it so is. It's, yeah. <laughs> Unless I've got another babe, Not which Harry I don't. Styles. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you assuming Harry Styles isn't my babe? Um, It's not that late. It's not that late. Um, So in one of my rock bands, uh, I we we were called Hailstone, and like H A I L. Correct. Hailstone. Okay, got it. Yes, I'm there. And uh, don't look us up for the love of God. Um, We're all gonna look it up. There's some stuff out there I'd rather not anybody ever see. I shouldn't have said the name. I made a terrible mistake. Um, Anyways, so we. we opened all the time for like big touring bands and stuff. And so a lot of times that took us to like really dingy, dark clubs. Uh, and when I say dingy, I don't just mean like it was like not well kept or something like the biggest club in Toledo area, which is, you know, where we would play a lot. was called Club Bijou. And it was like the spot. Like if you were a rock band, you wanted to be able to play Club Bijou. OK. And but it was also like not like Jesus's hangout. Unless okay. it, maybe it was. Maybe that is where Jesus was that, hanging out. Maybe that's out. exactly where Jesus would hang out. To be now that I'm thinking about it, he wasn't in the actual cathedral there. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. know. If they have a cathedral. Man, I don't know. Gosh, maybe this you was haven't the wrong read story. the Bible, Nick. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just I'm I'm worried now that I don't want to take things too far Catholic? on this because no, it's Catholic radio. No, but, you're fine. It's okay, good. You're so sa- it's a safe space. So, like I said, I was dating this this nice girl, Alina, from high school, right? And uh, she was this. That's his really, wife. Everybody. That is my wife. People don't know who Alina is. Sorry. So she was brought up like this super pure, wonderful Protestant girl. And man, did I introduce some stuff in my life uh, Mm. and the the situations I dragged her into like that one. Haven't we all? So Club Bijou. 
We're yeah. playing Club Bijou. She walks in with me. They have girls dancing in cages. They have like. Oh, wow. It's like a legit club. But it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like a. No, 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 a not like club, a. Yeah, but yeah. Was, but it's but, like a, like a, like Studio 54. Like, yeah, it was like exactly. a, like a nightclub. Like, right. I don't know, but cool. usually with rock bands. Right. Right. And so. Wow. Okay. And so they invited this innocent little 18 year old Protestant girl <laughs> to join a white t shirt contest. No. And she didn't even know what that was. And. Oh, Nick. I know. I know. Have we confessed this? Because this is not going to actually count. <laughs> Wait, this doesn't count? Um, I, I, listen, I'm pretty Catholic, but I can't do that. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I'm not a priest. Okay, we got to edit that one moment. That was a weird thing. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but anyways, so gosh. And so I, that's, I, you know, in terms of crazy situations, like I just feel bad that I did that to her. I didn't even know that that would be going on when I went, like we're just going to play and open for this big band, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you really never know what you're going to find in that world. So here's the thing. Do you think that had anything to do with where you ended up here today? You know what I mean? Like sure. All these stories sure. that you're like, your soul all of a sudden was like, eh, that yeah. was weird. My really cute, adorable Protestant girlfriend is in yeah. a white t-shirt contest and I don't feel great about that. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? There, like, I mean, honestly, one of the things that attracted me to her was I saw, I, I was in the darkness that was my life. Um, I was so drawn to the light of Christ that was emanating from I her. I love it. And, and so there was like, she was a huge... Uh, part of my salvation story just in like bringing Christ into my story oh. in a way that no one else had up to that point. It's not like they hadn't tried. I went to Catholic school. My parents raised me Catholic, but like I had never experienced that purity and that, and that light of Christ in, in anyone before. And I was so magnetized to it. And like, that should be our, our aim. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, well, what I love about your story, Nick, is that so, and, and here's here's another, I mean, I'm just dropping truth bombs left it. and right. Hit me with it. I I'm mean, ready. I am Oprah. Um, again, that's a joke. <laughs> I wish. You look just like her. I think I talked about Oprah the last time. If something about being in this area of the world. I'm so close to Illinois, I guess. I don't know what it is. Well, Oprah lives here in Bowling <clears throat> Green. No, she does not. No, she doesn't. Okay, God bless America. You know what? <laughs> Good gracious. Um, is that there's nothing unique about you. And yet everything's unique about you. Wait for it. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't come out all shiny and perfect oh, right. and pure and da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Like you've got a story and you've got a past and you've got a current. Let's be honest. Yeah. I love how we talk about like, oh, I used to have a past. And yeah, it's like, yeah. you, you're also still here and you're still human. Well, you know I, what I, I mean? kind of, I have things figured out. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty <laughs> I'm much. I'm failing constantly. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, good for you, Nick. But I think what, makes your whole your whole vibe like what you're trying to do with awakening you know catholic and the network is that you're bringing the real world yeah that's exactly right let's let's stop ignoring that we're human and we're real and that we love human things Mm -hmm. and the jesus thing (laughs) yeah which is very important, but making them come together in a space yeah. for creatives and artists and great production that yeah. the two can be married and be like, you mean you can be Catholic and have cool stuff and mm-hmm. you can be cool and be Catholic? Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of like, That's exactly you can have right. that tagline if you want, Nick. You can be cool and be Catholic. <laughs> Actually, the, the, our internal tagline is uh, <laughs> turning heathens into Catholics and Catholics into saints. That's our goal. Oh, I was afraid that you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, that was not going to work. Turning Catholics into heathens. <laughs> no, no. And I just got fired again. I get fired every show I do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Okay, so. The story I probably should have told instead of like embarrassing my wife on national no, broadcast fine. Uh, is I did get to open for one of my favorite br- uh, bands through high school. Their um, their name is Flaw, uh, and I got to open for them. And um, I was the keyboardist in this rock band, and so literally they were in the back of the room drinking beers, and I was there on the on my keyboard. And before we started our set, I just started playing one of their songs on the piano, and the the lead singer just like lifts up his beard. He's like, yeah, and you know we hung out all night afterwards. It was, it was like super the best cool. night ever. It was, yeah, it really it was super cool. Do you have an equivalent Catholic night to, uh, you know, beer raising from Flaw? <laughs> well, I <laughs> what was is the uh, equivalent to that. I did open Scott for Matt Hahn Marr. Lets you drive him around when you're in Steubenville. You're his personal yes, chauffeur. Yes. Uh, no, but I did have Jason Everett here in the studio, and I drove oh. him around for a weekend. Look at that. That was he. He came for an awakened Catholic event. Uh, he was speaking at it, and then we had him on a bunch of our shows. Uh, I opened for Matt Marr at a at a concert nice. uh, with look my at, wife. Look yeah. at you yeah. bragging and, uh, now. In the back of the church, Matt Marr lifted his beard. 
not at church. I'm joking. It was, it was at church. There was no beer. Yeah. Although, I mean, it could have been the church hall. He I lifted mean, the nearest the holy of, water dispenser. Right. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. No, it's not the same. But that's why we had the Knights of Columbus. They mm-hmm. always make sure we have beer at all of our events. Yep. yep. Well, I don't know what else the Knights of Columbus do, but <laughs> our Knights always, they're always, they sell brisket. Like if I was a little kid oh, and my man. dad was in the Knights, I was like, so you make brisket and. I want to be in that council. What? Y'all don't do that? Well, that's a Texas thing, I it guess. Is. I, uh, brisket is my favorite meat. Well, you down. should move to our state. I don't know if we have other meat in the state of Texas. <laughs> yes. I don't think we do. I need to go. We have Chick-fil-A. I am a third degree knight, but man, brisket was never part That's of the equation. That's all they do. They sell brisket and they sell tamales. Do you I love tamales. Say it. The right way. Tamale. Tamales. Or tamales. I'm actually, so that's an explicitly Mexican thing. Oh, never mind. Um, maybe You're other, not Mexican. What are you? I'm you Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, there, there might be some other South American countries that do it too, but like that's not a Cuban thing at all. Oh, sorry. Okay, never that's mind. That's okay. We're, I mean. Could I sound more not um, Hispanic just then by yeah. saying like, you guys have tamales and that's nachos. you people. Right. You're like, thanks, Liv. Yeah. You just got canceled. <laughs> okay, well, I was very appreciative though at the conference I was at last week that they were serving a uh, a dessert that we Cubans do enjoy very much, and that's churros. Oh, and it was in the middle Cuban? of Chicago. Well, I don't know that we, you know, have a, a stake oh, in it. Like, okay. I don't know that it's only Cuban. But you appreciate we it. We thoroughly appreciate churros. <laughs> yes. I feel like they would appreciate tamales if they were in Cuba perhaps, as well. Perhaps. I don't know. At this point, I feel like the great thing about the world is we just appreciate each other's food. Yeah, they'd have to find a way to like wrap, uh, you know, grass leaves in place of what you're supposed to make tamales it's a corn with. Corn husk, I think. Corn husk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but they don't have corn there. There's, oh, there's, I... They don't have much of anything there. This is fascinating. It's I... Cuba. They literally. <laughs> That you're like you know nothing about Cuba. Yeah, they we drink. Can all tell. They, for a while, while while it was still around, they had to resort to drinking like cologne and perfume instead of alcohol because that's all they had access to. Stop it. Yeah, there are no cats left on the island or dogs because they this is real. Uh, well, almost. Wow. Yeah, I mean they're 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 they have nothing. I had no idea. Yeah. I really didn't. It's the communist I, government. Well, I know it's communist. I. But that's why. Like yeah. they have no, everything is given to the tourists. I had to say, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's very fascinating. See, now that's that would be a really cool. You should do this. I'm giving you another idea okay. for a show. <clears throat> but as what we think as Americans. Oh. You know, when we travel to, we're like, oh, I've done mission work. I went to Guatemala for a week. And I'm sure Guatemala's like, that's adorable. Yeah, right. You were here one week, you right. know, and we gave you all the things while you yeah. were here. And we feel good. You know what I mean? And we feel like, and we are, we're with these resorts in Mexico. And then the second you leave a resort, you're like, what is this? This yeah. is so weird. And they're yeah. like, that's great. We're still a, what are, you know, this is called our everyday. Yeah. And we don't know. Like, I'm sitting here thinking about Cuba. And I'm like, you know what? I would tell you the thing that I know the best thing about Cuba. I know the, the, well, okay, sure. (laughs) Gloria Stefan. She's great. Um, she is great. The shirts, that Cuban shirt that men oh, wear. Yeah, I got a few so of those. I love that. It's the Guayaveta. Okay, see? And also, uh, you have the 1950 cars everywhere. Because? <laughs> it's a communist country. Yep. <laughs> You're like, Liv, it's not because we're always yeah, hoping it's not, somebody They're not wants... like super hipsters or anything. Right, it's... exactly. <laughs> Could I sound more American? Oh my gosh, that's um, awesome. But that's hilarious. Yeah, so I love how we went from the Knights of Columbus to Liv knows nothing about Cuba. Oh my gosh. But I end up in a geography discussion every time on I'm, I'm I'm doing my show because I literally find out how much I didn't learn. And actually, you know what's funny? I never took world geography. I took world history instead. So if we could talk about like World War II, no, I won't be any more impressive. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm the same way with World War II. Yeah. Like I just know we won. So that's fun. See, I didn't even Did we win? I think we won. I don't know. This is okay. Everyone just stopped listening at that point. Yep. <laughs> so here's the thing. I got to know what happened to your finger. So my brother uh, lives far away, lives across the country. And so, uh, he literally bought me for my uh, birthday last year uh, a, a virtual reality headset. Oh, wow. So That's specifically, a really nice brother. It was selfish. He wanted me to play with him. <laughs> like, you a, just threw him under the bus. Yeah. You're like, he's selfish. No, no. <laughs> my brother is amazing, but he, he's all over the world all the time. Like right now, like two days ago. He's he was, the DJ. He was in Atlanta. He's in Dubai. And he's literally in Italy right now. So like serious? he's all over the place. Okay, that's hilarious. Um, but anyways, so he bought it so that we'd have an ability to like play with each other uh, remotely. I see. And so a couple months went by recently where I just couldn't do it with him. I had no time. And uh, so I finally, he's he's pushing me. He's like, Nick, come on, let's play. I got this new game, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I put on the headset. We start playing. Five minutes into it, I'm holding this epic sword, and I'm going to take down a giant. And um, 
literally, he's like, Nick, give it all you got. Like, pour your hopes and dreams to it anytime anyone, anyone ever told you you weren't good enough. Like, just pour everything into this sword swing. So I did. And what I didn't realize is that I was less than like two feet away from my stairwell no. uh, and the, the banister for it. Um, and I poured everything into this sword swing and my hand met the banister of the stairwell. And it won. And the banister. The, the banister won. Not your hand. Not my hand. Yeah. This sounds like an episode of Friends, which was a TV show that we had <laughs> back in the 90s and the 2000s when you were born. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Friends. <laughs> I know Friends well. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Ross goes to punch Joey and Joey moves out of the way? And oh, my Ross gosh. Yes. Punches the yes. the big whatever and he ends up in the ER. So yeah. and there's a there's a little uh, to... dent now on yeah. the banister. Is there really? And I showed it to a friend yesterday. I love and she how you want to like... put in that man part of it. You're like, let me just brag. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I put a dent into some solid wood. No big <laughs> just deal. Just wanted to like, you know, uh, let you guys you know, know it's not, that. It's not like some drywall that I punched through. <laughs> I literally dented solid wood. And, uh, I was in the redwoods of California. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> I punched a tree down. <laughs> it was uh, amazing. But, you know, I, saw, I showed a friend yesterday that dent, and, and she said, uh, never fix that. Like, that is the mark of your passion. There, ooh. Yeah. Look at that. So I'm, I'm here for it. Wow. And yeah. now baby number six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very interesting episode. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, I'm gonna say stay right here because uh, <laughs> I want to come back. I'm not back. going anywhere. Great. And and we're gonna do a little something fun since I now know that you're an actual legit actor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. We're gonna do something with that whenever we come back. But you guys, thank you for tuning in. You are listening or watching. It's not that late with Liv Harrison. This is our 70 millionth time of trying to record this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. This is a very special segment of the Liv Harrison show called... Marriage and what brings us together today. I'm Mary Lenneberg. And I'm Jerry Lenneberg. And we've been married for 33 years. That's right. That's a three and a three. 33 years. Three decades... Three and decades. Mm-hmm. We're very young. We were married when it's we were seven. It's about what? Seven or eight hairsty- hairstyles? No, I've pretty much had the same hairstyle the whole time. Not me. You on the other hand. I had hair. So what we wanted to do was kind of every, when we when we get to come on and Liv has us on, um, leave you with a little kind of gift from all that we have learned about being married. I thought you were going to say wisdom. Knowledge. Wisdom, knowledge understanding, counsel, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord. Those are the gifts of the Holy Spirit because Mm. we just finished teaching confirmation prep. But anyways. Mm. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about love what they love. That's right. This is how you enhance your marriage. Jerry, what is it that you love? History. History. All the history. All the history, but what specifically, specifically, military history. Military history. Yeah. What do you love? Clothing, fabric, statement earrings, shopping. Okay, I don't look good in earrings. Shopping of any kind. I end up holding your purse a lot outside the dressing yes, room. Yes, you do. Yes. Okay. Well, you're a man. You're, 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 you're. Yes, I know. It's you're man enough to handle it. Yes. All right. So we wanted to share the story of, of how we came to this. Jerry, how much do I love you? You love me a lot. And you showed that on our 31st yes. anniversary. On our 31st wedding anniversary. That's right. I pretty much, in your mind, is the pinnacle of anniversaries it is. to date. Yes. Other let, than this year. This year was pretty good, too. This year was good, too. So she let me plan it. The rule was, I said, it's your year to plan our anniversary. Everything. I got Which to plan means, the entire weekend. Ladies, that means that if you let them plan it. Surrender. It's all about have, surrender and trust. You have to surrender every detail and you cannot complain about the result i know and it was awesome wasn't it it was something what do you think we did i know let's see i know what we did oh wait we went to civil war battlefields not one not two but three we're like the billy mays but wait there's more there's more eventually i will get him to look at the little green light so he's actually looking at you but anyways and then we stayed at an awesome bed and breakfast in fredericksburg Mm -hmm. the bed and breakfast the bed and breakfast was awesome here's the thing y'all yeah. Our anniversary is in what month, Jerry? August. August. It's a little we hot. live where? It's a little hot. Somewhere in Northern Virginia, thirty Virginia. minutes outside of it's a swamp. Washington D.C., which is a swamp. It's a swamp. And and I'm in what we would call a menopausal state. Yes. So you chose 
to plan our anniversary where we would walk, hike, hoof through three, not one, not two, but three Civil War battlefields located close together. That's right. Before going into historic Fredericksburg. I know. To a historic bed and breakfast. breakfast with a shower. Flowers. Flowers. And beautifully appointed room, chocolate covered strawberries. But that was at the end of the day. I know. It was like your reward. It was my reward. Yes. And then we went out and had dinner. And, and you... No, no, no. Then what happened? We get to the room. Oh. I sit down on the bed for the first time, sitting down in hours. And? And we broke the bed. I know. We broke the bed. We had to go to the front desk. Say we broke say, the bed. excuse me, we broke the bed. To which the college-aged chick behind the desk said, wow, impressive for old dudes. I just smiled. I sat on the bed. Did we tell her that? No. No. I was not going to demean myself. Let them wonder. In front of the college. About the old people. Anyway. Then we went out to dinner, had the drinks. You had the vino? You had had the the vodka. vodka. (laughs) And it it ended up being one of the most memorable anniversaries we've ever had. Why is it memorable? Why was it memorable? Because what did you learn? I loved watching you. You loved? I loved you. What I love. I love what you loved. I don't really love military history, but I love you. And I love watching you as you are teaching and as you are, uh, I mean, for example, this year for our 33rd wedding anniversary, we ended up in Gettysburg. Jerry's, he calls it the Mecca. And not only did Jerry give me a tour for the 598th millionth time. Yeah, which point? People were following us. I know. Because of everything he was sharing about the battlefield. I know. Perfect strangers from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Wisconsin. It's pretty epic. We're following. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, they're like, he's brilliant. And I'm like, yeah, he's kind of cute. Been here a few times. Been here. He knows a thing or two. But I love you. And therefore, Mm -hmm. I love what you love. Oh. You know Do what? you love what I love? Okay, the, the statement earrings, you know, I'd look like the Mr. Clean, seriously. The fashion thing, yeah. Okay. You have learned the number one rule, have you not? Yes. Honey, do these jeans make my butt look big? Fantastic. <laughs> they make your butt look awesome. Fantastic. Spectacular. What is the key in that? Do not hesitate. <laughs> Men, here's the deal. Don't take a breath. Don't take a breath. Question. Don't tilt your head. Don't raise your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Don't squint. Show no fear. Show Just no say fear you and show beautiful. no hesitation and say you look great, honey. That's right. Good job. Otherwise, good job. Forget about it. <laughs> You're your dead toast. in the water. Anyways, thank you for sharing this time with us. This new segment called Marriage. It's what brings us together today. And our lesson for today is love what your spouse loves. There you go. May you have a happy and fulfilling marriage. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I hope you enjoyed that incredible time that I have with Nick DeLatore. He is in Bowling Green, Ohio, which according to my husband is Canada. (laughs) It's so far up in the state. Who knew? But now we do because apparently we go to Ohio all the time. What is really great about Nick and his beautiful bride, Alina, is they have started an incredible um, program called Awaken. Well, it's not just a program. It's an app. It's a network. It's all sorts of things. If you don't have the Awaken app, you need to get it. It's Catholic. It's got prayers. It's got a way to communicate, kind of like a... I guess it's a social social media platform. You can see their shows. They produce something like eight different shows. They have some pretty big names there and, and they do all sorts of incredible things. So Awaken Catholic, Awaken is the app or Awaken Catholic's app. I don't know. Find Nick. You'll find him. He's fantastic. And make sure that you follow them on all of the things that they're doing on the internet and support some really great ministries and really great creative people. 
Um, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I have so much enjoyed sharing this little taste of Ohio and some of my friends that I just think the world of. I really appreciate it, you guys. I hope you're listening on the Veritas app on 1350. Um, if you're tuning in in Connecticut or on Long Island, of course, the app podcast apps. Maybe you're watching on YouTube or you're watching on Facebook. If you could please go and subscribe to all the places. If you could leave a review on Apple reviews, that would be fantastic. If you could share with your friends and really try to promote the show, I would appreciate it. Okay. So you guys, you know that I tell you to always give yourself permission to be extraordinary. Today is no different than any other time. Make sure that you're doing that, especially as we get to the end of this incredible year of 2021. So I need to see you back here next week. Make sure to bring a friend and to tune in. This has been, it's not that late with Liv Harrison. You guys have a great night. See you soon. Bye.